0: Hello there, and welcome back. I am Teresa Cantley, and I am a business growth strategist. And I wanted to talk today about two things that people are really looking for. Two things, you know, the past nineteen months or so. I mean, for some pe- for some businesses, it was it's actually been the past two years. Things have been changing. Things have been shifting. Um, And then when COVID happened, when the pandemic happened, it really exposed a lot of different things um, that were good. And, and not so good in different industries. And since the pandemic, there things have just shifted and changed. A lot of industries were affected. Um, if you read the news, if you watch the news um, right now, they're talking about disruptions in supply chains from plastic silverware to electronics to cars to, I mean, you name it. Um, they're talking about increases, increases in costs, food costs, Different product costs that are out there. Um, I heard a, a news report. I mean, this is no surprise, but they're talking about, you know, what to do with Christmas gifts and when to do your Christmas shopping and how that's going to be impacted. So there's like lots of craziness going on right now. Lots of, lots of stuff. Okay. And like I said, some industries have been harder hit than others, but I think pretty much every industry across the board, I think business has just had so many disruptions. And as I said, the pandemic really, I mean, it impacted a lot of this um, with the market opening back up, economies opening back up and waking up again after the slumber of, you know, quieting down or, you know, having to shut down because of the pandemic. People are trying to get production back up and running, people are trying to get supplies back up and running and get their supplies, you know, just get supplies, period. So you have the economies waking back up and things starting to happen, but then also having such a disruption in production and the two converging, convert, converging, converging together um, has just caused uh, a ripple effect. So, and like I said, I think, you know, it's just impacted so many different industries. It's just business in general, okay? And the one thing that I wanted to, um, and I wanted to bring this up because as we are experiencing all of these these issues, okay? I have clients from clients who are involved in electronics to clients that are restaurants. And across the board, they've all been experiencing this. But I wanted to... Talk about this because there is a um, a similarity or a uh, a common theme commonality across all industries of what consumers, what what customers are looking for now in business because of what we've had to deal with with the pandemic. And you know, we had the pandemic that happened. I mean, back in two thousand and eight, we had the recession. I mean there is always something that's going to happen and every time we have something like this every time we have a crisis okay whether it's in our business or you know just in the world in general there are always going to be changes there are always going to be it's going to point out where we've always hindered our growth as a, as a society or as an individual business or just as an individual where we've hindered our growth and also it points out areas that we can innovate on it points out areas that really need really need somebody to step up and say hey i got this i can make a change i can make a difference it points out where we need to collectively make things better so as i said In looking at the pandemic and looking what's happened over the past 19 months, even let's just say two years, um, there are two things that people are really looking for, okay? Whether you are talking about the car industry or the food industry or retail industry, whatever it is, okay? And I think the pandemic really pointed this out. Okay. And these two things that people are looking for are convenience and connection. Convenience and connection. In my opinion, in my expert opinion, based on working with small business owners, local business owners for, you know, 10 years now, and even, you know, prior to that, I think that. Particularly before the pandemic happened, I think we were moving at such a fast pace, and things were starting to happen, and the world was changing. and, you know, um, things were being new, things were being introduced. and, you know, and I think things were just moving at such a fast pace that we had a tendency to overcomplicate things, okay? I work a lot with the restaurant industry, and I've seen people overcomplicate um, drinks that they're making, overcomplicate food, their menus. I mean, I I went into a restaurant. Um, I remember going into a restaurant and sat down with my husband and he got five different menus. And it was like, what am I supposed to be looking at? Okay. So overcomplicating menu items, overcomplicating seating, overcomplicating um, drinks, over, and just kind of overcomplicating everything. But again, that's just one industry. I think it's been happening in many different industries. And When you work with me, one of the things that we focus on is creating an experience, okay? It's not just about the products that you sell. It's not just about the service that you offer, but it's about the experience that you create. Now, that experience doesn't start on the outside. It doesn't start with your customer. It actually starts on the inside with your people, the people that work for you, your leadership team, if you do have a leadership leadership team, but also it starts with you. So when we talk about the convenience and the connection, there's two separate things that we want to look at. So let's start with convenience, okay? People want to be able to get food easily, all right? It's getting colder out. We have um, all these different variants that are coming up with this COVID, with the COVID virus, and people are maybe not going to want to go out to eat and sit inside, okay? So having it be convenient to order out, to get food, to be able to dine there, and if they don't feel comfortable being inside, what does that look like? Okay. So when we talk about convenience, and this is one thing that the past 19 months has pointed out is that a lot of businesses, as I said, we were overcomplicating things. Okay. We were moving at such a fast pace and we were overcomplicating things. So now what we need to do is we need to go back and we need to optimize our operations. so how do we optimize our operations? What does that look like? That means how can we make things easier, better, faster, more ideal in a, in a busy situation so that we can keep the highest level of quality but do things in the least amount of steps so that we're not overcomplicating things. All right. Taking a look at what do our standard processes look like? Do we even have any processes? And what I've experienced, I mean, people come to me and say, I need to increase cash flow. Okay, that's great. When we go back and we look at all right, what do your operations look like? All right. How can you get someone from point A to point B in the smallest amount of steps, but keep the highest amount of quality? In your service or your product or whatever, like what does that look like? And most people that I've talked to don't have those standard processes in place. So when we are looking at what is con- making something convenient for somebody, okay, if you're a retail store, it could be online shopping, it could be doing personalized virtual shopping, okay? What does that look like? All right, how can we? deliver the highest quality of whatever it is okay in the shortest amount of steps all right how can we make things less complicated it might be cutting down your menu items it might be curbside whatever curbside delivery curbside pickup curbside item ad- whatever that looks like okay how can we optimize our operations? So that we can do more, we can do we can do more. And when I say do more, it could be more sales. It could be um, do more as in in the terms of customer experience. Um, and it could do more volume of whatever that looks like. All right. So how can we make things convenient for somebody, but not sacrifice our quality? And it's funny because some people say, well, how is that even possible? Well, I can tell you this. (laughs) Prior to the pandemic, I witnessed many businesses who had it in their mind that if we overcomplicate, okay, we have all these steps and all these things and all these, you know, we add more inventory to our mix, it's going to make things better for customers. And what it did is it, it made things confusing. All right, and as I've heard many times over, a, confu- a confused mind doesn't buy. A confused mind isn't isn't happy. A confused mind isn't going to come back time and time again. So if we take away that complication, or take away that confusion and and simplify things, that's how we're able to amplify the level of service we are providing for our customers, but also for our staff, for ourselves, okay? So that's the convenience side of it. So taking a look at your business and how can you optimize what you're doing? How can you uncomplicate it, all right? How can you simplify it? On the other side of it is connection. And this is a big thing. I mean, right now, you know, everybody is craving live connection. Right now, I mean, things in the world just feel heavy. Um, They feel stressed. I know people have been working their butts off. Even if they're still working from home, they're working harder than they ever did. And just with everything that's been happening, it just is, it's very heavy. All right. And people are feeling it. All right. So people crave connection now more than ever. But it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be live connection. It could be some kind of virtual connection. All right. It could be connection in the form of a handwritten note. All right. So taking a look at this connection and taking a look at your business and saying, we have two different things. We have relational which is building those relationships. All right. It's building that connection versus transactional, which is just looking at our business and saying, how can we sell more? How can we get more customers in the door so we can have more cash? How can we get more customers in the door so we can have more sales? Like, so it's, there's a difference between the two. All right. So when we look at relational, when we look at how can we be more relational in our business, that's how we look at our our customers and our employees and our staff and our leadership team and whatever, our vendors. And it's like, how can we build better relationships through what we do? So if you are in the retail industry, how can we Recognize people who are who come in and visit our store, um, or cut or shop online. How can we recognize them in a more personalized way? All right. How can we go above and beyond to serve them? All right. It's not just a matter of. Selling to them, or having them come in our restaurant and and buy from us, you know, buy meals from us, or even come into you know whatever business, our yoga studio, or our car our car um our showroom. <laughs> I can't even get my words out. Our showroom and and buy something from us. It's not just about that, but it's about how can we be more relation relational. How can we build that stronger and better? relationship. How can we go above and beyond to serve? I taught a class last week, um, a workshop for one of my clients, and it was all about building relationships, not just having transactions. How can we build a deeper relationship with our customers? How can we create that better experience by learning more about them? really by learning more about them and simply asking more questions going above and beyond just selling stuff in a store okay so how can we be how can we go to a higher level of service for our customers how can we go to a higher level of service for our employees for employees it's not just about telling them what to do but Educating them, taking time to understand what their concerns are, taking time to understand what it is that they want and focusing on, or what do they need to learn and focusing on building a better relationship with them, okay? Transactional is just simply, again, just, you know, you're hired to give a speech. You come to the event, you give your speech, and you sneak out the back door, all right, you collect your check and you sneak out the back door. That's transactional versus relational. So you're hired to give a speech. You come to the event. You give your speech. You stay around and answer questions, do a QA, and a or even you hang around even after the event to do additional Q&A. Okay, in a store, transactional is just customers come in, they buy their items, maybe they'll ask questions, maybe you have a small conversation with them, and then you check them out and they leave. Relational is they come in, you ask them how they're doing, you have a conversation with them, you show them different things, maybe you tell them you know stories about the different products. All right, at the end of the day, you, walk outside around, you walk around the cash register, you hand them their bag, you thank them for their visit, and then you also take time to take some notes down and potentially send them a thank you card, a handwritten thank you card for their purchase, all right? It's building that, how can you build that connection, okay? How can you build that connection? How can you build that lifetime relationship, so that it makes them want to come back and see you time and time again. How can you build that deeper connection so that these so that you're building a relationship. Okay? You're building a deeper relationship with the people that are buying from you or coming to see you or getting a service from you, whatever that looks like, okay? Because at the end of the day, it's not about the product that you sell or the service that you provide. It's not about that at all. It's about building connection. It's about building connection and building community. And a lot of small businesses forget that point because I know you know we get tied up in, we need to make money, we need to make money, we need to make money, and we forget about the other stuff. And then we wonder why things aren't necessarily working. Okay. So how can you be more relational? How can you build a relationship and build connection versus just focusing on the transaction? Okay. So the two things we want to focus on are how can we be more, how can we build more convenience into our business? How can we go from live experience to virtual experience and keep the same level of connection, keep the same level of experience, whether they are live with you or they're virtual. Okay. How can we optimize our operations and get rid of the complexity? That's the word, complexity, not overcomplicatedness, but complexity in our business so that we can optimize our operations and optimize what we're doing so we can simplify to amplify. Okay. And then the second thing is. The connection piece. All right. How can we be more relational in our business versus transactional? Okay. How can we build better relationships with our customers? How can we have more more of a personalized experience versus just focusing on the sale? Okay. How can we get to know our customers better? How can we, you know, talk to them and find out? what it is that they really like and what it is that they don't really like so that we can make that experience better for them. Okay. So the two things that you want to focus on, again, this past 19 months, two, you know, two years, if you want to stretch it out, um, has been difficult. And it's, it's really exposed the challenges and the areas of, businesses where we've hindered our own growth, or even as business owners, how we've hindered our own growth. And it's also shined a light. It's, It's shining a light on the things that we can actually improve on, okay? So that we can make things better, we can make our business better, but we can also have better relationships and better connection with our customers but also with our team and our employees. Because remember, in the beginning of this, I said, experience doesn't start on the outside. It starts on the inside. It starts with how do we connect with our team? How do we connect with our management? How do we connect with ourselves? Okay. How do we show up so that we can build a better inside so that we can have it flow to the outside? So remember, convenience and connection, those are the two things that we want to focus on that will make our business better and will also help us to provide a better experience for our customers. So I hope this helped you. I would love to hear what your biggest takeaway was. So make sure you leave a review. um, You leave a comment below because I, I read every single one of them and I would love to hear what your biggest takeaway was. But until next week, have a great rest of your week and I will see you soon. All right. Bye for now.